on the 13th minute of the 13th hour, the 13th Apollo mission was launched. A million things could have gone wrong. Our next broadcast will be from the surface of the moon. On April 13th, one did. Houston, we have a problem. We got a wicked shimmy up here. Houston, we are venting something out into space. It's definitely a gas of some sort. If this is Houston, say again, please. It must be the oxygen. You see what I see? Fight. Their heart rates are skyrocketing. We have a 401 alarm. That can't be real. Oh, man, it is fighting me. Jack, what's the story here? I, I, I keep losing radio signal. That can't happen. It's got to be instrumentation. And we got some serious time pressure here. We're looking at less than 15 minutes of live support left. It's like they're all over the place. Damn, we're losing it. We never lost an American in space. We're sure as hell not going to lose one on my watch. listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's another episode of Mystery Teen Girl Theater 9000. The only podcast where I trap my teenage daughter in a swelteringly hot room to make her talk about movies that were made long before she was born. Hello, Kayla. How are you? I am great. I'm roasted alive, but I'm, I'm surviving. I have water. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, so the first episode went swimmingly well. Mm-hmm. So we figured, why not do a second one? Only, what, two months later? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like, uh, mm, what was the first one? Let's see. Let's go find out. <laughs> Doing this sort of thing on the fly. Uh, the 8th. Ah, uh, so like a month ago. <laughs> it's actually slightly less than a month ago. Wow. Yeah. Already. Hey, and I my original thought was to like do this like once a month, so. Ah. Uh, we are talking about 1995's Apollo 13. This is the movie I selected... Uh, starring Tom Hanks, Kevin Bacon, Bill Paxton, Gary Sinise, Ed Harris, and Kathleen Quinlan. Directed by Ron Howard. Produced by Brian Grazer. Based off of Lost Moon by Jim Lovell and Jeffrey Kluger. So, young lady, this film mm-hmm. is about the fabled Apollo 13 space mission that went horribly awry. We had, yes. We'd never had any incidences in space... When it came to American spacecraft, they talked about the, I think it was like the Mercury 5? I don't, I can't remember which one it was, that there was the fire inside of the uh, the cockpit. But that was before takeoff. We never had any incidences actually happen in space. Yes. I don't think we've actually had anything even remotely close to this since then, either. It's because of... Because us Americans are very intelligent. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, at least when it comes to the space agencies, I think... We've. That's probably a safe, safe thing to assume. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, the fabled uh, film about the Apollo 13 mission, in which things go bad. On, uh, well, uh, Tom Hanks, Jim Lovell would say that there's nothing routine about going to the moon, but by by all accounts, this was something NASA was fairly good at doing at this point. Mm-hmm. 
We'd gone to the moon more than once at this point. And, uh, yeah, there was just, things went wrong. They stirred an oxygen tank, and there was a crappy component that went kablooey. And uh, they had to innovate uh, their way, slingshotting around the moon, back to Earth in the hopes that uh, they would survive. Yeah. Uh, So... First thing, we get it out of the way right away. The whole point of this whole deal is to find out whether or not I picked a movie that you liked. Did you like Apollo 13? You know, I have to say, I didn't really like it all that much. (laughs) No? No. Oh, no. Okay. Um, Uh, So, the... uh, I guess the first thing that I should ask then is what, what was it that you didn't like about Apollo 13. I mean, this might just be me coming from the standpoint of someone who has only ever watched fantasy movies. Mm -hmm. But it was... I felt, personally, for my taste, it was too suspenseful. Yeah? (laughs) Every three seconds, I was like, they're gonna die. They're gonna die. I can't take this. They're gonna die, aren't they? So, when I'm watching a movie, I don't want my first thought every five seconds to be, they're gonna die. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, we watched Glory, and Glory was full of that. And then they all died at the end. Yeah. Which was which was super sad. See, the reason I went this route, I figured I was... I figured <laughs> I was I was maybe on to something. So this is the second movie in a row that is based off of actual events. Mm-hmm. It's a historical period piece yes. based off of a book, based on real-life characters... Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is not like, uh, like an Orange is the New Black situation where they took, like, the real events of a real person that they put in a book and then made a show based around the idea. Mm-hmm. But, like, Orange is the New Black isn't, like, a documentary. Uh, I mean, Apollo 13 is not a documentary of the events of Apollo 13. It's dramatized and stuff. But For it most, purposes. but it mostly is telling what happened. Uh, but in like a dramatized and entertaining way. Whereas like a show like Orange is the New Black takes the concept that the book is based around and makes its own show based off of the concept. They did the same thing with Glow recently. The Glow TV show is nothing has nothing to do with the documentary about Glow. It just took the concept of Glow and then made a TV show around it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's it's. I thought maybe I was onto something here with. Uh, like the period piece about real history and real people and something based off of a book. That's something our first two movie choices have in common. Uh, but you didn't really do it. Were you, like, bored? A little bit. <laughs> well, because when you think about it, space is... It's it's just space. It's an endless abyss and nothing interesting happens. So, well, that's like... not true. Star Wars is, is in space and tons of interesting things happen well, there. Well, yeah, that's a fictional universe. Yes, I know, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> Completely you, different thing. I'll tell you what. I, I've watched this movie a bunch of times. Five. At least, at least five times. Maybe more. Maybe. Uh, I, I've seen a lot of movies a lot of times. I, I, I'm a rewatcher of movies, especially ones that I like. Same. But weirdly enough, watching it this time around... So the same thing happened when we watched Glory, which was one of my all-time favorite movies. Did you notice any awkward close-ups on anybody's face? No, no, no. I didn't notice any awkward <laughs> close-ups. But um, something just didn't click with me watching this movie this time. And I like this movie a lot. Or at least I thought I did. 
and I I watched it. Maybe it's because I've I've watched it so many times. I don't know, but there's so many things that I don't know if Apollo 13 was the. It's probably definitely actually now that I think about it, it's definitely not the first movie to do this sort of thing. But I felt like watching it. There were so many cliche things, like wow. the, the I don't know. I just a lot of things that we've seen in and suspense movies or action movies since and uh, maybe for, maybe in 1995 the, no- the novelty was still there and I hadn't seen enough movies or something but watching it this time I don't know it's just something off to me mm. I don't hate the movie I still like it <laughs> it's not like I watched it and I'm like oh my god I can't stand this thing now it wasn't like that but uh, something something was weird about watching it this time I don't know I don't know what it was. Can't place a finger on it. No. Is there somebody in the movie that you liked, though? Was there somebody that you liked? I mean, I might be a bit biased because I'm a child and I love Toy Story, but I thought Tom Hanks was great. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tom Hanks... I mean, uh, Tom Hanks was... Tom Hanks did his job. Tom Hanks that, was, that's what I'll say. He was, Tom Hanks was definitely Tom Hanks. He, he was really good. I thought you were going to just say whoever it was that played Tom Hanks' daughter... The one that got all moody about the Beatles breaking up and yeah, didn't want to go see. Yeah, I, I related to her on a spiritual level. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid Beatles broke up. Shut up, you don't know anything. I'm not leaving this room ever again. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's definitely one or two bands that you would melt down over if they had, if they split up. Forever Z's. I've, I've kind of, I've kind of been slightly broken lately because one of the members of Pentatonix is leaving after their Japan tour is done. Leaving? Yeah, he wants to go do his own solo career, which oh. um, I, I fully support him, but still. This isn't like one of those like breakup breakups, though. No. The Beatles had like a, a rather public split. Yes. Um, this, this is like one of those like mutually agreed upon deals, which isn't so bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, they handled it nicely. Um, so what? <sighs> Was there somebody in the movie that you just watched and you're like, eh, whatever? Kevin Bacon. Yeah? Yeah. I was just like, eh. His, his portrayal of Jack Swigert didn't do anything for you? I think it's just because, uh... <laughs> he was he was very much a cocky D-bag, is what I'm gonna say. Yeah? <laughs> and I don't like those kinds of people, so... No, he didn't, he didn't appeal to your sensibilities? No. He seemed like the guy that I would look at and go, wow, I hate you. <laughs> the person I actually like the most in this movie, I think the person I've always liked the most in this movie, is uh, Gary Sinise, the guy who uh, got the... They are worried he was going to get sick and get the measles or the mumps or whatever. The falsely diagnosed guy? Yeah, well, he wasn't falsely diagnosed. It's um, Somebody had caught it. Mm-hmm. The measles, I think it was. And the whole crew was exposed. And measles is one of those things where if you've had it before, you're immune after you've got it. And Gary Sinise's character, who it's killing me that I don't remember his name right now, Ken Mattingly, uh, he had never had them. So it wasn't like they thought he had them. They were worried he was, since he he's been ex- he was exposed and he'd never had them before... They were worried that he might contract it, and it takes a while for the the symptoms to present themselves. And by their mathematicals, 
they were like, you know, you're going to start like presenting these symptoms, which includes like a high fever and stuff like that. Like when you've got to pick them up from the moon and he was going to be the guy in charge of doing that. And like, you can't be up there sick like that, et cetera, et cetera, which is funny uh, because Bill Paxton's character, Fred Hayes, actually ended up getting sick. Yeah. He didn't get I the measles, a, but he ended up getting, like, really sick yeah, from the I cold. Had a, I, had, I had a hunch. I was like, is he the one that's sick? And they just, like, completely ruined this poor guy's day. <laughs> yeah, so he never ended up getting sick. And he ended up helping, actually, to save all their butts uh, as well. I always, I always liked his character, and it still holds up pretty well to me. But, eh, this was... So this is like a failed experiment then the second weekend. Yes. I did not do well. I'm one and one. <laughs> I think next time I would just like to point out though, in the last podcast we did state at some point that you would like force me to not like a movie. That's not what's happening here. <laughs> I actually did not like it. No, I and I I found myself constantly Reminding Kayla to please pay attention to the movie and stop being on her iPod so much. I was paying attention. I'm Normally, when somebody cannot put their device down, that usually means they're bored with what they're watching. So, I could kind of tell that maybe it wasn't really her thing. Which is a shame, because space is so very much my thing, but... I like space in general. I don't like <laughs> movies about space, though. You li- I liked Gravity, you li- but that oh. doesn't count. Oh, did you like Gravity? I did. Um, I'm spinning. That was more sus- spinning the movie. Uh, <laughs> that was more suspenseful than this one. I think it uh, in your realm of um, in your realm of like movie enjoyment. Mm-hmm. I think it's more sci-fi space adventure stuff that you enjoy. Yeah. Uh, so I think when we do another one of these. I'm going to turn away a little bit from things historically stuff historically based Cuz uh, as much films. as I love history, my my interest in it stops at a certain point. Well, I thought it stopped at the American Revolution, but you did enjoy glory. So, uh yeah, I think we're going to do something a little bit different next time. I'm going to play a different hand. And see how that goes. We're going to do something a little less, uh, a little less based on a book type movie, mm-hmm. a little less period piece type movie, and uh, I think I'm going to aim for something a little bit different, but also fun. Uh, let me let me see here if there is any. Oh, of course we have to grade the film. I'm curious to know which you're going to grade this movie at. But before we do that, cheap plug for ThinkGeek, I think would be good. And I found something perfect for you, young lady, so you can put this on your Christmas list for this year. Uh, You are, of course, a proud member of the House of Ravenclaw. I am caca. Ah, Ravenclaw all the time. I still don't understand why it's called Ravenclaw and their house symbol is an eagle. That still doesn't make sense to me. Is it really? It is. Well, that one has a raven on it. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're con- somebody's confused. Somebody in the Ravenclaw's branding department and their marketing department. No, this is person's just smart. Well, yeah, Think Geek. Of course, they're incredibly smart because they sponsor us here at Cinema Geekly. 
intelligence. You can't see me smiling <laughs> with a thumbs up right now, but I was doing it. Uh, yeah, so I'm looking at this lovely Harry Potter Ravenclaw Varsity zip up hoodie for a mere forty nine dollars and ninety nine cents. This is ideal for the Ravenclaw member it's in a hoodie, your family. It's fifty bucks. <laughs> Although they've got a that's actually not a bad price for hoodies, especially one that's like branded with Harry Potter stuff. Anything with any sort of name branding on it, like you're talking like a $60 hoodie or something like that. This actually is not that bad a price. And they've got them for all your house needs. They've got Slytherin. They've got Gryffindor. I'm sure there's a Hufflepuff one somewhere for me. But we're focusing on the Ravenclaw because we have a bona fide Ravenclaw in the room. We do. At the moment. Hello. And uh, (laughs) the best place to shop for your Ravenclaw hoodie at Think Geek Needs is cinemageekly.com slash thinkgeek or cinemageekly.com and click on the Think Geek link at the top of the page. <sighs> Don't we just love plugs? You gotta do it. Please. It's the summer and it's hot and we can't afford air conditioning without you buying this and we don't want our children to melt. I have two beautiful young daughters. I'm already melting. <laughs> <laughs> and they will they will suffer heat stroke unless you buy something from Think Geek yes, using, using our Cinema Geekly links. Uh, the only reason you're even here, we're only doing this podcast so I can use you as sympathy points from the listeners. Please. To uh, Otherwise, I don't care what you think about movies. <laughs> no, of course not. Who cares about my opinion? <laughs> Nobody does. I've brought her here solely to shill merchandise. I beg you. The only way this could be better is if this was some sort of video cast and you could see her making a sad face. Yep. Making one right now, but you can't see it. You're just going to have to trust us. You're going to have to trust me and also that it's a really adorable sad face. So so you're going to have to... You have to. That's a voice you can trust. Please. (laughs) It's so soft and in so much pain. From the heat. Oh, God. (laughs) It's so hot. Please buy Think Geek merch. Yeah, that's actually not a lie. I'm actually dying right now. We, so <laughs> we, we we can't afford to make ice cubes unless you shop at Think Geek. Even though using... we're perfectly capable of making ice cubes, you just will never do it. <laughs> we'll edit that out. No, we won't. They'll never know. Well, shut up. Everyone knows I am far too lazy to edit things out. So I'll just doc- we'll just dock your pay for that mistake. Um, Wait, I'm getting paid. <laughs> I should not have said that out loud. <laughs> Uh, what would you give? Let's let's break out the vaunted and well-respected geeky glasses. Mm. What would you rate Apollo thirteen out of five? Two. Are you serious? Out at two? That's like really bad. I thought you were gonna give it like like two and three quarters, or maybe even like a three or something. I didn't like it. Wow. Yeah. I would still give Apollo thirteen like a four. Yeah, we're well, we're way off. We're your, in different... your opinion is not what we're here for. <laughs> <laughs> we're in different. Yeah, my everyone hears my opinion on everything else. Um, this is the podcast where they take a break. Yeah, <laughs> hear someone else's opinion. For we're once. we're on completely two different planes when it comes to this movie. That's crazy. Yep. Um, all right. Well, Get like used I said, to it, bud. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, we're going to do something completely different next time. It. Might still be from the 90s. I don't know. I haven't decided exactly what. I did have an idea for the third movie, but now I'm not so sure I'm going to go to that movie right away. Because you think I'll hate it? Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. We're not sure yet. Maybe. (laughs) I'm not sure if good acting and a strong story 
with uh, fascinating visuals is enough to get a like from you. <laughs> okay, so we're going to leave now because Kayla is smelling hamburgers on the grill outside. Mom is grilling. And this is urgent. Drop everything. <laughs> I guess that's Stop our... Stop the podcast. That's our clue for a sign-off. <laughs> Uh, head on over to cinemageekly.com to check out the archives of the show now that there is officially an archive of one episode of this show. Hooray! Uh, but you can check out all of the other shows that we're doing on is the website really as well. Is it really an archive if there's only one? Well, technically. It's more of a small storage. <laughs> Just like... It's like a, a shelf with one piece of paper on it. Yeah. Uh, it's a little bin. But there's an archive of lots of other shows that we do as well, all at cinemageekly.com. This show... This show... Kayla is available on iTunes and Google Play Music. Hooray! Do you know what you have to search for? Mystery Teen Girl Theater Nine Thousand. I mean, you can search for that, but if you actually just search for like Mystery, Mystery Teen, Teen Girl, Girl it's probably it the shows only thing up. that'll pop up because we are one of a kind here. It shows up. We are uh, original. We are the first of our kind. This probably will never be the, duplicated. Probably the last of our kind. <laughs> Uh, We're just, like unicorns. Yeah. There's only one of us that exists in the world. We are the, we are the unicorn of teen girl movie review podcasts. We're just the, we're just the unicorn of podcasts, man. <laughs> oh, in general? Yeah. I'm sure there's a unicorn podcast out there that would disagree with us. <laughs> a unicorn podcast? I'm, like, I'm just a podcast po- that talk about unicorns I'm for almost, like an hour? I'm almost positive there's one that exists. Sign me up for that one. If any of you find that, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, hit the subscribe button. You can get each and every episode when we release them. They get downloaded right to your device. Advice. Woo! Uh, so that's a wrap for this episode. Uh, we're going to come back uh, within a month, roughly, maybe sooner. Yeah. With episode number three of the Mystery Teen Girl Theater 9000. Can I just say that? No. <laughs> no, can I just... no, that's the end of the show. No. We've wrapped it. I'm going to hit the no. stop button now. You better say what you're going to say real quick because I'm going to hit the end record button here any moment. We'll get to, we'll get to like four and it'll